welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Atiye slash The Gift, season three, episode one, where I am so freaking confused. Um, I'm hoping that my wonderful co-hosts can clear some stuff up for me because I really had no idea what was going on, but that's why we have this show. So hopefully it'll be helpful. <laughs> Huge shout out to our supporter, Samantha aka Sammy Bastris, who I noticed a tweet from <laughs> from two months ago. But I replied. <laughs> so hopefully she's still listening. Thank you so much. You're the best. <laughs> I think I think we were, I think she wrote us off after you ignored her. <laughs> hopefully not. I definitely did not ignore on purpose, just on we just don't know how Twitter works. Yeah. <laughs> We, we've only had like three followers total probably yes oh you're mom <laughs> okay so i'm not drinking any tea but i am eating cookie dough ice cream so that's mm-hmm. even better i'm so jealous i haven't been able to eat cookie dough ice cream in a long time and it's my favorite food i think oh is it not a flavor you guys have there no well they have it at one ice cream place but they don't have the right kind of cookie dough they have like peanut butter cookie dough or something which I mean it's good but it's not what I want mm-hmm. I tried to make my own oh really yeah no but the, the the real issue is the vanilla ice cream anyway that's a tangent for another day <laughs> bonus episode the ice cream struggles of being in Colombia <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about vanilla ice cream, and I think people should get a hint from Turkey and call it milk ice cream instead, or I don't remember. Oh, oh sade. Yes. I mean, just like yeah, yeah, not plain. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like cream. Yeah, exactly. Just cream flavored. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it, of... vanilla is not a vanilla is its own thing. It's its own. I know. Bean, whatever it is. I mean, we're an orchid country, so we should know oh, our yeah. orchids. That's right. <laughs> anyway <laughs> this yeah, is just a very great, small part great of talking so yeah next time. <laughs> um so any tea for you two no, no. great <laughs> <laughs> um, but i did see that there's a new turkish tv show on hbo max called the agency or i don't know if it's new or not but it looks oh, really it's, good it's not new it's it was they just aired for one season last year my mom and grandma are watching it now actually it is it is a lot of fun they have celebrity cameos in every episode because it's about a like an artist talent agent yeah is it like the french the french one it's a a remake of that yeah oh okay that would be fun yeah yeah it is really fun yeah like the cameos are fun except sometimes there's celebrities i hate and then i just like cuss them out that's still fun (laughs) (laughs) And then we could just, our history section can just be a gossip section about tabloids. Like why, yeah, like why, why we find them annoying or why one co-host finds them annoying. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Eski's annoying corner. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I, love it. I love this idea for a new segment already. Yeah, same. Except I really am dying to watch Love 102. Yeah, 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 we have to watch it. But we're still watching Atiye, so... But we gotta okay. figure out what the fuck is going on with Atiye <laughs> okay, <okay>. first. <laughs> so now Sophia is going to take us through what the hell happened in this episode. Good luck. <laughs> so I guess I should kind of recap what happened in the last episode, even though I don't really quite remember, but... We finally got the closure with the Atiye bloody dress. Well, we finally know that she gave birth, but we don't know anything about that funeral for her, whatever happened. Um, but we do know her baby was stolen by Ozan, but she doesn't know that. So we start off in this forest and there's a creepy child because, of course, there's a creepy child. And he's just like mumbling to the ground. It's quite bizarre. I was like speculating he was a young Erhan, but. I don't even know. They keep changing the kid after, so it's really hard to keep track. Um, so he gets this pine cone from this girl, very mysterious girl. And then he's found by his family. Turns out the kid had like escaped or something. Um, and then we have Atiye. It's her from the cover photo for this season. Um, and Erhan comes in and hugs her. And 
so I guess this is a question for the T section, but I just want to plan it in right here because that's this is when it came to my mind, and it's like, what timeline are we in? Because now they're back together and they're searching Absolutely for their daughter. No together. idea. No idea. <laughs> and Atia says something weird about feeling her daughter and that she's going to find her. She also has a totally new style of dress. Which no idea. It's clearly a, a new timeline. It is so clear. I mean, How is it, it could so be clear? One again, I guess. Because the, because the the sister is alive and named Jocelyn. Oh, yeah. Again. Good point. Yeah, so it could be the first timeline. That no, was no she daughter. died. She died. It's a new uh, timeline. This is exactly y'all. the kind of clarity I was seeking. Thank you. <laughs> continue i apologize i could not i could not hold that in <laughs> so then ati is like burying something in the soil they live in this very nice house who knows where um and they have these nice couple friends which it seems like it would be impossible for ati to have in real life anyway because like she's so involved with so much weird shit but she has some friends one of the women is pregnant so i guess that means that people aren't dying when they're pregnant and they're just like having fun, even though their daughter is missing and has been for, I mean, that kid looks like six, seven years old. I don't even know. Yeah. They said she, the daughter had been taken eight years ago. Eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so they're like putting everything away from the dinner and they have this very quaint little cottage. Um, and Atia wakes up and apparently it's this like day. I don't think I can pronounce the name of the day. He, I don't know, as I'll, I like heard it on the show and I was like, I can't understand. <laughs> like, I, I can't connect how it's, this is. Uh, who, who did I just... Okay, that's too hard for me to pronounce. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, what's, um, the, what's the good English? Hold on. Like, maybe like spring festival or something? It's something by them. It's like some, yeah, uh, some sort of. Oh, festival. it actually is religious. I, I truly didn't think it was religious. I thought it was just like, oh, it's spring. No, it's about we're... the prophets or something. Yeah, it's two pro when two prophets oh, so in yeah. some vision. Okay. Or something. Yeah, I mean, everyone. It's it's quite. It has to have pagan roots. I know we're gonna get to it because it's like so. Yay! It's spring. Like I've never had <laughs> any um, religious messaging around it personally. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. So it, it, no worries. It turned out that Atia had buried her wish the day before and so she unburies her wish and she seems really happy for it to be early in the morning um and she's just like chilling she also looks different I don't know if it's the eyeliner or what it is but like her face looks different we can discuss this in the gossip section honestly I Um, didn't recognize Erhan again guys like I have to confess (laughs) it took me a while to be 100% sure that it was Erhan again (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I would be a terrible spy. All these <laughs> makeup changes really get me. <laughs> Same with Ozan. I was like, who is that short, unkempt man that she's with? Short. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought he was super tall before, but I was confused. Um, so anyway, she unburies her wish and Erhan's like let me see it and she's like no then it won't come true or whatever oh the night before she had said like I want to go back to how I was in my childhood where I took like advantage of every moment where I could make a wish like a shooting star or a ladybug landing on your hand or your birthday candles all these like really funny examples um (laughs) but uh so Erhan leaves uh, apparently to go teach because he's a teacher Oh, well, we see what the thing was. She wants to be reunited with her daughter, obviously. I couldn't really see the thing. I think it went by real quick. But I guess it's, oh yeah, it's her in a forest. It's both of them with like a volcano in a forest. Um, also, so I don't know where they live, but it doesn't seem like Istanbul. So she goes to that the place where she works, which is kind of like a children's preschool or something or class. She says she has an art therapy session and she does art therapy for like kids and she gets this like troubled kid who's the same kid from the start of the, I, I did air quotes because like obviously this is, I, we don't know what's up with the kid. Um, but so she, she arrives and it's the same kid from the start of the movie of the, <laughs> the episode. Oops. Um, and 
so the kid's like waiting for her and he I think it, I don't know if it's when she touches his back that he, like everything goes echoey and like clearly something's going on with him, but we don't know what it is. And so she like tries to get the kid to like express himself through art therapy. And <clears throat> like, he seems really upset about everything. And he's just like drawing stuff, like drawing spirals. And that's it basically for now. And so Erhan is like, he's skipping class and he's just telling this poor, some poor guy to like teach his class and like, whatever you teach my class, I have better stuff to do. And we see him walking into this house. It turns out Serdar is there and he, yeah, like agreed. The storyline is weird, but like, apparently he is like decided to give up on, that's why I thought it was season one. Cause he decides to give up on the society, but it seems like Ozan took the role in the society still. So, that confused me too. But anyway, like apparently he's been meeting with Ozan to like try to find the, their daughter. I don't even know why he thinks he's going to find her through Ozan, through Serdar. I guess it's because like he's Ozan's father. I don't know. Well, he doesn't know that Ozan took her away. I don't even know. Anyway, so the kid leaves and Atie, so Jansu comes back and she apparently like lives abroad or something i don't even know but she's like now like alternative um john so she's like a lot of piercings a lot of tattoos she even has a like a marty the what's it marty the martian tattoo marvin is what i was saying marvin yeah. marvin <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> She also has a like a what do you call this one? Septum. A nose ring. Yeah. yeah. Septum piercing. A septum she had piercing. tattoos in the other seasons. Maybe not the Marvin one. She might have acquired more, but she has had. I feel like she has many more tattoos, or she's just wearing more revealing clothes. Yeah, I think either or. Yeah. Yeah. She's carefree. Um, I just thought that it was funny because like it 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 felt like a reference to Clueless, even though it's probably not a reference to Clueless. But also, anyway. she's the one doing the <laughs> Atia logo painting, right? It's not Atia doing it anymore. No, that was a no, joke. No, but she said it was a joke, yeah. Oh, I really? Think. It was, like, so bad, because she just, like, came in and painted it, and Atia was like, <gasps> and then she's like, ha-ha, I painted your symbol. Oh. Right? Okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So Atia still paints that but apparently, this time, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because then she paints it in the, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but yes, I think so. So she's really happy. Apparently her sister lives, I don't know where. And then the little kid comes back and he's kind of creepy, but he brings like a burnt pine cone, um, which is pretty weird. And the kid like won't put his head up. He's the like pine always cone's not burnt down. yet. It's not burnt yet. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. I think it is burnt. Let me just check real quick. Also, pretty sure the kid is meant to be oh, autistic. Yeah. Is what? Meant to be autistic. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like they say it at I some thought... point, don't they? They didn't translate. I don't know. Any... They just said like troubled or something like oh. that. But... Oh, yeah. For, I feel like I'm like 99% sure they say it in Turkish. Like that he, yeah. Oh. Uh okay okay yet another portrayal of things in a really weird way um so then we see this like little weird girl picking up some pine cones from the forest but for some reason they changed the actress which pisses me off because like it's a totally different but kid. they did explain it they were like because that was <laughs> we should talk about like, that later yeah. but that was so funny yeah yeah they did try to explain it <laughs> I did not catch that. People can look different in different realities. Yeah, except except everyone looks the same. Except this one. (laughs) I mean, they look slightly different. Like apparently, Erhan's unrecognizable. Yeah, completely (laughs) unrecognizable. (laughs) Sammy, I'm like quite confused. (laughs) Maybe I'm face blind. Did I never do it before? (laughs) I don't think so. Sammy has like no idea who we are. Mm. She hopes it's the right people every time. We <laughs> well, you have your names in the bottom left corner. Oh, it's so helpful. helpful. That's true. Otherwise, I'd have no idea. Okay, so 
then they go to their parents' house and everyone's very happy that whatever her name, oh, Jansu is back. But like something seems weird about her. Like her, her parents are like mad at her for not living there. Were they even mad at her? Yeah, I think it's that, that like she left. Yeah, that she's just like traveling all the time, I think. And so in this timeline set up and Atiyah have like a better relationship, it seems. Um, but like still things are weird. And clearly like everyone knows that Jansu's hiding something. No, I think, I mean, both Atiyah and Erhan are like, you can confide in me if you have anything to hide, basically. I thought that's what Jansu said to them. Like, I'm really? a big girl, no. you can confide in me. Yeah. But maybe it went both ways. I don't know. I agree, Jansu is sketchy in this. Yeah, yeah she's, she's pretty sketchy. meeting up with, you know, as we will get to in a second. Yeah. Ozan. Completely unrecognizable Ozan, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, like, her mom, like, throws barbs at her. Like, she's like, well, this is all that I could come up with, with the, on such short notice. And, like, I don't know. There's some, like, weird tension. And also, they both know that Jansu is their sister. Yeah. Like, both Erhan knows that she's his biological sister and Nati, like, obviously knows it. That's why this timeline is so weird. I'm not like, sure there's if so that's much information. true, though, Sophia, because I think it might just be sister-in-law, no? Uh, well, he said, I'm your brother. In-law? <laughs> Maybe? No, I, don't know. I feel like, no, you wouldn't really... There's different words for that in Turkish. And he said, like, the word for brother. I'm pretty sure he knows. Okay. That's why this is such a bizarre timeline. <laughs> That's why we got to talk it through. We're figuring it out eventually. Yeah. Well, then they have, like, this weird... Oh, they, they have this conversation that they're at the kids' table, which I didn't understand. And then they want to get alcohol, but like the dad has it locked up. So that she sends Jansu to get it, I guess, because she wants to talk to Erhan herself, which I don't know. That stuff was bizarre. And then she gets super dressed up, Jansu. Turns out that, of course, she's meeting our friend Ozan, who takes her on this boat. And they've been together for three years. And then Atiye and Erhan have this whole conversation about how she like knows she's going to find her daughter and like she can feel it in her heart. And then she also, I think, hears a burning sound, um, which is pretty ominous if you ask me. <laughs> um, so then she like goes out to the woods and, oh, I think it's a dream, but it seemed like beforehand, it seems like it's not a dream, but she goes out to the woods and there's the little girl with all the pine cones and she's on fire. And she has one blue eye and one green eye, which is all extra yeah. creepy because they're very CGI. And then she wakes up and she's freaking out. And then our dear Jansu and Ozan are having the time of their lives on a boat. And they're like, I wish our lives were always this, whatever. Been together for three years. She's going to jump in the water. Um, Ozan like barely says a word. Am I wrong? I don't know. He wants to move in together. Um, yeah. That's like the oh. whole interaction is like he wants to move in together and she's like completely brushes him off and then he's angry. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So the roles are yeah. reversed. Yeah. yeah. She's the flake this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to crazy Sardar. So Kim and Erhan are trying to like decipher something that like will get the little girl back. I don't even know. It's like, oh, it's the inscription from that stone, I guess. From the underground stone. Yeah, I just like general Gobekli Tepe mystery research. I think. <laughs> I don't know. But there's there's like something about like every ending is a beginning or something like weirdly cliche like that. And they're like trying to understand these letters that date from when Alexander the Great went to India, which sure I have no clue. Um, but, like, they have this whole conversation about how Erhan, like, still doesn't fully trust Serdar, and Serdar, like, left the order, but, like, he says he, like, let Rage get the best of him, and that's why he got in the order, and he just really wanted his wife back. So we finally, like, understand the motivation behind Serdar, but, like, 
I don't know, this is such a weird timeline. Like, why would he be hiding in that place? And then Atie, after that dream, is like painting this forest and she's kind of freaking out and go and her mom comes to talk to her. And honestly, I can't remember the cover. Oh, the mom says like, I had a vision that you were in a forest. Mm-hmm. Like the mom had the same vision, but I think it was if Atia was a kid, right? Or it was just the same vision of the she, kid. I think she didn't see the kid. Yeah. So like, she just, saw, she just saw Atia yeah. running around the forest screaming, <laughs> which is like Atia every day. So very unspecified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So her mom's like, you're going to do what I didn't do. Like you're going to save your kid or I didn't remember what she's going to do that the mom can do honestly some of these conversations are just like a bit filler conversations to me so maybe that's why I like block them out a little and then Erhan and Serdar are like having the conversation again and then Ati arrives at the children's place that she teaches at and she doesn't even park her car she just leaves the car in the middle of the driveway (laughs) which sure seems like a good idea so her acorn is burnt now, I guess, mm-hmm. after her vision. And so she goes to like ask the kid about the acorn. And the kid starts drawing this symbol. And then we see like the little girls drawing it on the sand too. And the, the little kid, you're right that he does have some sort of speech impediment or something. Cause like when he speaks, like it's kind of like stutter or like he's like stammering he can't get the words out quite so he's like yeah a little girl gave it to me in the for in that forest like right across from where the place is um and then Serdar is like going insane um and then Atia decides to go in the forest Erhan is doing like this weird voiceover about like how everything's getting me closer to my child and like I don't know. Honestly, I was like, what is this thing? Um, and Sardar leaves this hiding place, um, which is weird. And he goes to a phone booth. I don't know who he calls. And then Ati is like in the forest trying to figure out everything. And so Sardar arrives somewhere and he opens some sort of document. And it says that phrase that they were trying to figure out where that mm-hmm. was from. And then the little girl at the beach is like, drawing the same symbol that the little boy drew in his notebook and Atiye is like frantically struggling because in that forest there's a bunch of leaves but when they fly away like her symbols revealed to be burnt on the ground and so the little girl's just like doing all this stuff with the, the same symbol with the pine cones and Atiye has like a come take me energy of the world <laughs> moment with her um sculpture I don't even know what to call that and the little girl does the same so they have some sort of like cosmic connection it seems to me and then Ozan like walks out and the girl's name is Aden and so he's calling her in and she seems really happy so it seems like she loves Ozan and like they have like a nice little father-daughter relationship um but that's the end of the episode yep so lots to talk about, lots to clarify, lots to uh, hash out. I have some feelings <laughs> about <laughs> some of the things that happened. Um, so now we're going to move straight into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. start with the recasting because <laughs> that was hilarious of the little girl well i mean it's been how many years since they filmed uh and she was she was supposed to be approximately that age when they were filming and the, and kids like change appearances very quickly so they couldn't have gotten away with her being like the same actor being still like eight years old so i kind of get why they did it but Maybe she had a sister or something. They could have looked into that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they could have found someone who looked a little more yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, and also not given her like 
heterochromia, but like glowing, scary. Oh, but that was only, that was only in the flash, like in the dream sequence. She didn't have heterochromia. Oh, the other okay. Yeah. Oh, so uh, begs the question: Why have it in one scene? <laughs> and not- <laughs> does beg the question. And also, like, they really didn't need to address it. Like, we all understand that people get recast, and like having. It was, was it so yeah. yeah. like, oh, people look different, even though literally just, nobody else has looked different. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like that was really unnecessary. Yeah, and also the Ati change in style for me, it was like quite jarring because like this is like a super revealing style, and her previous styles were like very casual. Um, this is like a very sexy style, if you ask. Well, it's like sexy alternative styles, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, it makes sense if it's a different timeline because I was going to be like, I really don't understand. But then also, why does she change in this timeline if she remained the same in the previous one? Well, I mean, it's been like a significant time gap. Mm. So maybe she's just decided like she changed her style up, which is fine. But like wearing like very fancy, very light colored clothes to your job as an art teacher for special needs children is like a pretty interesting choice. Yeah, I think she also wore heels by the sound of her <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yikes. In the forest also, no? Yeah, in the forest she was wearing like a floor-like skirt. It's like, what is going on? And it was completely transparent also. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what did you think about her idyllic country house dinner party thing? Dude, her having friends is great. I'm so happy for her having friends. <laughs> Honestly, unlikely though. I, yeah, I was so like off put by that whole thing that I was like, are they running like some like fertility scam thing now? <laughs> like, because there's like the wishing shrine area or something. And I was wondering if maybe they were just like charging people to hang out with Atia and get fertility or something. No, I don't. But no, she no. has friends. She has friends. Oh, yeah, because she, because she does say something about like how whoever was like not yeah they they waited years to have kids and then they ran like were able to have a kid yeah also when ati first went to the school i thought it was a cult yeah i did too i had (laughs) had super weird vibes yeah it had very culty vibes um I, i was also you know going back to the house the very nice house that they live in okay yes it's definitely outside well, honestly, Istanbul's so sprawling that it's probably within Istanbul province, but it's definitely like out of the metro area, let's say. Um, it's close enough for Anahan to drive into uh, the university, which is very much, um, you know, on the historic peninsula. But anyway, why does an archaeology professor and an art therapist just have so much money? <laughs> I don't, like, where did this wealth come? Also, the the, the father of Mustafa was like, rich too like he must have not been a copper retired cop in this timeline yeah everyone i think he must have been the security business guy again yeah but just like richer because he's not in like a a cute little apartment it seems like it's fancier i was wondering in terms of erhan's do you think he's sardar's son again in this timeline because that would explain the money and the connection to him in the madrasa place. But he does have to be, doesn't he? He does what? Like, could that change? Doesn't he have to be his son? Like, could he be his adopted son again? Because mm. he what? we don't know who raised him. Oh, actually. sorry, you said Erhan. Yeah, Erhan, yeah. I don't know, that's the thing. This This alternate reality, it seems like a lot of characters have a lot of information from the other realities. Yeah. So that's quite they confusing. Had a cave encounter already, so I guess that imbued them all with awareness. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sardar always had awareness. Sardar had awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's really, and also, it's been yeah. eight years, so I guess, and the I think the child stealing, like clearly, Atia and Erhan, whether they weren't aware before or not, they've clearly like bought all into this whole mythical thing. 
But then also, if their child was stolen in a different reality, why would their child be stolen in this new alternate reality? Because the child is like a tia. There's like one of the child. So she is simply stolen. <laughs> so do you think it's the same? So, oh, yeah. So it is the same Atier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just met and got married to and Erhan adopted her kid in this third timeline. Is this a third Erhan? No. No, I think they I had their as a baby. So even if it's, even if the baby even if it's like a new physical embodiment of Adhan, he is aware of other Adhan, like what other Adhans went through. So I'm not sure uh, if it's like okay. a new physical copy of him or no, because he yeah, because he wasn't yeah, because before there were definitely versions of him. So I would assume this is again a version of him. But Atia seems to be like only like there's only one Atia in this entire multiverse right. at any given time. It seems like the dog right. is the same way. Grandma's not alive it seems <laughs> or was she yeah i was gonna say grandma you don't like, know we don't know yeah they didn't show her um set up is still an ass yeah she can't ever completely be good erhan is lying to ate about hanging out with serdar right yeah he's, he's illicitly trying to find okay. their daughter yes yeah, yeah. He's not revealing it, yeah. Because I, I guess because Atiyah really hates him. Yeah, I mean, seems right. And yeah, she's right to like not yeah. trust him too, more importantly. Do you think Serdar knows that Ozan took the kid? No. I think he still thinks his son was killed by the Cabal and is therefore a victim. Oh. That's what I think. But then that would be the second reality. No, it's not the secondary. It's just at this point, it's all a continuation because Sadar's aware of all of them, all of the realities. Oh, uh, so you think that in right now he thinks Ozan is dead? Yes, that's what dis, that's oh. what disillusioned him from the Cabal was all the stuff in. The oh, yeah, interesting. Wow, this is so you have to, you have to, like, untangle the characters who are simply props, like Johnson, and the characters with awareness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Which is, it doesn't, now that, you know, I see how much ex- explanation it takes, it's probably not the best storytelling. <laughs> it's a little confusing. Maybe we're just slow. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about John Sue then? Yeah, she's a flip. John Sue's weird <laughs> in this timeline. I mean, good for her. She's like living her best life. She's like a jet setter or something. I don't know. At least she's not dead. She's still a prop character, as we yes. discussed yes. in a previous episode. Like, clearly she has now, like, all the character development from the first season is, like, gone. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder how she met Ozan, because they're clearly, like, somehow cosmically meant to be, because they end up having some sort of story in every timeline. Right. That's the question, and, like, does... Does she know that he's related to Serdar? How how do they know Serdar? Like, I think she definitely also doesn't know that he stole his no. her her niece on both sides. Which yeah, I'm sure she does not know that. It's weird because no one seems to acknowledge the child is missing. Like not th- not her parents, not John's. Yeah. Well, it's been eight like, years, so they're probably the just like, child. oh, they've moved on really successfully from this tragedy. Really, you think? Yeah. No, I feel like that's the kind of thing that people don't really move on from. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't come up at a dinner party. Um, what else we got? Erhan is now the character giving the long, boring philosophical speeches. <laughs> so that's sad for him. Oh. And Sardar is like on the move at the end of the episode. So I don't know if that's probably a bad thing, but he was calling Erhan, but he looked very sketchy. What was the deal with that voice note thing? That was really confusing. What voice note thing? Well, Erhan was with the reason why he didn't get the phone was because he was recording that weird oh, yeah. 
voiceover thing. That was so dumb. He was <laughs> like, and I will never give up. Yeah, it's that's like- why he missed uh, Sada calling him and Sada's probably going to get whacked. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's sketchy in that, whatever it is, like that antique shop or wherever he yeah. went. Yeah, I think Sardar is definitely up to no good, despite the like uh, humble makeover that he's gotten in this new reality. Mm-hmm. Do we think that? So the opening of the episode really made me think of the Persephone myth um, because of Atia's narration talking about like a goddess of like fertility, and I think she might have even like said something more explicitly pointing to Demeter and then um, hmm. like Kate, like a man kidnapping a girl child, which is like Hades, which has really reminded me of that, um, that whole thing. Of course he's, and, and she's, and, and Aden seems to be in some kind of a, it's not hell, but it's like somewhere. It seems like it's a different place. I don't know if it's like even the same plane of existence that the others are on. So it just made me think of Persephone. That's interesting. And that's another like, uh, or Demeter is another like mother goddess yeah. figure that we really talked about. Yeah. And that also goes with the festival that we're going to be talking about in our history section, right? Because it's yeah. about the changing of the seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's And that's also what, yeah, that was the other thing that really made me think of Persephone is that there was a, a reference to at the changing of the seasons, child was stolen mm-hmm. or something like that or like something. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, Persephone never gets out of that one. So <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah. to Audley, but... <laughs> so now we're going to move on to our history section where we are talking about can you say it again (laughs) um which is a holiday that we are going to be talking more about uh right now (laughs) So it nominally celebrates the day in which the two prophets, um, Al-Khudr slash Huzr and Elijah slash Ilyas met on earth. Um, However, that seems extremely vague and also a weird reason because um, apparently Ilyas is like, really not known at all slash not mentioned in the Quran. And yeah, so it's it's a weird holiday that hopefully we can explain why it exists. <laughs> but it's also celebrated as, um, so Hazur is corresponds to St. George in Christianity. I don't really know why. Um, so it's celebrated as St. George's Day in some places. Yeah, in my opinion, again, not uh, a historian of this, holiday whatsoever but I like I said did I say that while we were recording that I never knew it was religious or did I say that I don't know anyway now again sorry if I'm repeating myself uh listeners but I've never associated it with any kind of religion um much less you know two named um I guess there's like more like an angel so not really a prophet but anyway it's like would never have thought and I didn't know that the name of the uh holiday was a fusion of their names I always just thought of it as a Balkan origin like pagan festival that just like continued and honestly probably is like in my opinion there's probably a coming of spring festival and they just merged it with this um story uh so that's nice um but I mean, the, <laughs> the celebrations that I've seen have been, and I haven't been to one in person, but just like on, you know, in movies that take place, especially in Thrace, which is the, the part of Turkey on the European continent. Um, it's really prominent in Thrace. I, like I said, I really associated with the Balkans, also like mm-hmm. the Roma people and not just the Roma yeah. people, but, you know, there's a lot of people of uh, Romani heritage in Thrace and in the Balkans. So a lot of Kudredes festivals have a 
a presence and also a, a rich kind of musical and dance culture too. So I associated with like musical performances, dance performances, cookouts, um, people gathering in the outdoors and open spaces. Um, and again, nothing I've seen suggests that anyone's like praying or doing anything religious there. <laughs> Um, but it looks like in 2022, it's happening on May 5th, 5th through 6th. So I don't know, maybe we need to go to Thrace or somewhere in the box. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it says here that it's, it's basically like a arrival of summer festival that's, um, practiced amongst like all of the Turkic tribes in Central Asia. And since ancient times, the Yakuts people have been um, celebrating a similar holiday in honor of Tangri, the sky god. So it's kind of like a, I guess, a renaming of a very ancient holiday, seems like. Um, one of the important traditions is um, jumping over uh, a fire for, I think the point is to like ask for health um, in doing so. And I, I don't know what, I don't know if they just burn branches or they burn specific objects, but basically there's a low fi- low to the ground fire that people at the, you know, whatever Hudred celebration you're at, um, people will jump over. I should probably read it on the Wikipedia page to see the specifics here instead. <laughs> um, I also want to correct myself because I'm just going to read this because it's very complicated and I want to get around. Okay. Okay. After converting to Islam, Turks have culturally blended the aforementioned spring and summer celebrations with the Hazur cult, who is widely accepted as a supernatural personality closely associated with air, plants, and water. However, it is important to note that Hudr Elis doesn't have any links to Islam. Mm -hmm. Rather, it is a cultural practice. Um, the immigrant Turkish peoples were introduced by seasonal celebrations, which are particularly rooted in ancient Anatolian culture, held in spring or early summer and formed under the influence of Christianity. One of those elements is St. George's cult, which was widely known during the era of Christianity in Turkey. Yep, that makes sense. Um, and I found the thing about the fire within Wikipedia. Um, so I was right about it being for good health and it, that it was jumping over a fire. It says that um, the fire is built by burning old belongings or just like, I guess, branches. I guess it depends where you are, if people brought their stuff to burn <laughs> or not. And then uh, you're supposed to jump over it at least three times. That's, yeah. I, I, just, I just have a very distinctive image of people like lined up to jump over a fire. And I guess that's why they did it. And then, yeah, there's tons of food. And, uh, oh, and it says here that the young people are out looking for spouses they're trying to find suitable matches when they um important (laughs) interesting yeah i had never heard of it before this episode so learning new stuff every day two of the two of the pirate brothers on that show i watch their names and idias but they're like but they're like named they're like they represent like real historical figures so i guess that's where the family got their names <laughs> uh, um i saw wait i have to find it now so huzer is also oh the he's the patron of the saint ibn arabi speaking of uh <laughs> trt shows who yes. features very heavily in uh yeah. Ertural and has the most beautiful voice of any actor that I've ever heard in my life. I don't know where they found him, but he's amazing. <laughs> All right, done with this section? I think so. Okay, so now we're gonna move on into our favorite and final section, where we're gonna talk about What the Fucks, Sultan of Success, and Fatma's Hit List. There were so many in this episode. I think this section is going to be very rich for the rest of this season. I get the feeling. So 
I mentioned already, but like Atie's outfit when teaching children how to paint is just like, I know she wore a smock, but come on, that's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the uh, Atie's symbol art in her parents' house, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like over the mantle, it was like neon yellow with the symbol in black and it looked so awful. Yeah, yeah I would Terrible. agree with that, WTF. <laughs> Terrible choice. What the fuck child self-immolation is just like a casual nightmare sequence? <laughs> that was a lot. What the fuck Ozan's height? Like, I thought he was super tall, but maybe just because he was always standing next to Sardar, I thought he was super tall. <laughs> but then he's like the same height as Jansu in heels. So I was confused. Another reason I thought maybe it wasn't him. Maybe Jansu It was. Between, maybe Jansu grew. <laughs> you know people look different in different universes <laughs> um and then my final what the fuck is hey where's hannah my favorite character where's she at what's she doing i think she'll pop Miss her. she must come up i feel like she will i, I don't yeah. i don't see them removing anyone from the equation especially if johnson keeps getting essentially resurrected like i feel like <laughs> <laughs> you do nothing yeah. like she literally does nothing yeah <laughs> Um, what are you guys's what the fucks? I mean, for me, for sure, where she parked the car. Um, just, like, right in the middle of the street. <laughs> also, Sardar's new look uh-huh. is weird. <laughs> so weird. And his, like, yeah. living quarters are also weird. Because he just has, like, a bunch of couches, and then he just happens to sleep on one of the couches. Um, also, the boat thing with... Ozan and Jansu and Jansu in general is just like a one big what the fuck to me because like seems like she's hiding something but I can't understand what <laughs> um and then Ozan living in the beach on the beach with the little girl like how does he keep the little girl hidden from Jansu like I, I don't know yeah yeah he must have help like a helper helpers running it but moving in with Jansu is probably not a good idea if he's trying to hide it I really I feel I really feel like she is stored in a different mm-hmm. place that's accessible through maybe like some kind of a door like similar to the cave as a passageway like I don't, oh. I don't think she's like in the same plane and there's just like a beach there it looks very heavenly and apart from the world and it does literally yeah. Eden so <laughs> all very biblical interesting Um, my WTFs are Atia casting spells on children to calm them down in the oh yes I I thought she was going to heal him of his autism or whatever just just very self-serving short-term solutions (laughs) Um, just Johnson being in live with Ozan, who's trash in every timeline, even though she's the like one this timeline, like, can you please stop being attracted to him? <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, Sardar's like outfits, and the, I think he had like stripes in multiple directions, potentially, or like a cardigan <laughs> polo combo. He had something weird going on. With it was clothes. so yeah. weird. Um, oh, I wrote it down plaid shirt over a striped shirt someone called the back <laughs> police. I wrote that down I'm so embarrassing <laughs> um I think that's all I had I think everything else is just a repeat of what y'all said okay sultan of success clearly Sophia's not going to agree with this but I wrote down Jansu <laughs> uh because she's like just like living that like rich traveler lifestyle like chilling running around I don't know. I feel like Ozan is the sultan of success. Oof. Because he's dating on a yacht and he's got the daughter stashed. Hmm. Could also be Atie for like hosting a very beautiful dinner party. But she seems to have lost her daughter and all her magic. So maybe not. I mean, she seems pretty chill to have lost her daughter. She does seem pretty chill. I mean, I feel like Adan's also just like communicating with mom and grandma kind of kind of grandma um hanging out on the beach I feel like she like knows what's going on but she's like biding her time because she knows 
So that's like you think she's just playing it cool with us on and just like awareness that I'm projecting onto an eight-year-old. But if it's true, <laughs> then she is the sultan of success. But we have to make some assumptions. So I don't know. I think I could probably agree with Ozan. I feel like he is he's winning the Yeah, this war episode. Right he's now. killing it. <laughs> Except that his girlfriend doesn't want to move in move in with him. But yeah, but he has a girl. He's like doing well. He has his yacht. Yeah, I think yacht yacht wins. Yeah, yeah. Also, that yacht is that's, that was one of my WTFs actually. Um, how did that yacht get from what looked like probably Bebek in Istanbul to somewhere very clearly in the Aegean, like yeah. like the next day in less than a day? So super yacht, super speed yacht. <laughs> yes, she got on in Bebek and they were literally like outside Mykonos or yeah. something <laughs> like it looked yeah. ridiculous <laughs> I don't know super yacht mm-hmm. who is the top of Fatma's hit list Ozan <laughs> wow dual <laughs> dual, winner. dual winner yeah for me for sure he's driving me insane <laughs> I want him gone also he looks like I normally like long hair but he looks way worse with the long yeah. hair than he did with me. yeah I had Ozan also for the hit list. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, bye-bye. <laughs> We've been trying to kill him off for a while. Fatima's not being very effective. I know. Come on, Fatima. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> um, okay, well, congratulations to our Sultan of Success, Ozan. And also, watch out, because Fatima's coming for you. Um, next time, we'll be talking about Season 3, Episode 2, where I'm sure we will understand everything and everything will make sense and it'll be great. So thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you guys again next time.